sort of like a horror book. Mm-hmm. And a horror book? Horror. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Game On, a podcast about gaming and other geek culture topics from a queer perspective. I am your host, Mark Waters, and with us is Stephen H. Garcia. What up? And our third co-host, Adam. Hi, friends. And Ray. That's me. (laughs) So yes, we've taken a, not, I wouldn't say a hiatus. It's a holiday break. Just a holiday break. (laughs) In the last year. Although, um, Isai did... uh, call me or he texted me and he was like is something wrong you guys haven't recorded in a month and i was like oh you know just the holidays we just and we're just, this time yeah, we're just taking a look you know a little bit of a break someone died yeah. <laughs> yeah. no one died no one yeah. died we're Relax. all here we have lives <laughs> we did some traveling and all that where, kind of where stuff. did you well, go I, I went to iowa to see my family for my dad's 80th birthday it was a lot of fun nice. oh, wow it was below zero when i left and when i landed here it was like 84 wow <laughs> that's how we were so i went to wisconsin for christmas and um the lowest or the highest it was during the week we were there was 15 and oh, the God. lowest was negative 16 with a wind chill of negative 26 Jesus. and when we got back it was 79 wow, <laughs> oh my gosh uh, we all live here for a reason don't we yeah i, I stopped going to chicago for the winter because right. like nope <laughs> don't want to deal with that right exactly i introduced ryan to my family for new year's in sacramento I, yeah in sacramento and i think they actually like him more than they like me at this <laughs> point my brother said oh yeah his wife is named carly he said oh yeah carly and i were just talking about him you know uh-huh, uh-huh. i was like about what oh just he's good for you you know oh. so okay great <laughs> Well, he got the stamp of, of approval. Totally the stamp of approval. <laughs> Good. Uh, yay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's just pick up, you know, where we usually start, and let's mm-hmm. talk about what we're currently playing. Press start to play. <laughs> Adam, do you want to go first? Sure. Because um, I got something new. Yay. I bought a Switch. Ooh. <laughs> so I only have one game so far. I decided to go with Zelda. Because it's, I know it's a huge game, and I was like, well, you know, plus the per- Switch purchases a lot of money, and I was like, not going to buy like five games to start, of course. But we have to talk about this Zelda, because <laughs> you put it as your game of the year. I did. And pretty much unanimously, every like website had as their, had as their game of the year, and I just am not there yet <laughs> with it. It starts off kind of slow. Very. It does. And I just want to preface this too is by saying like I have literally played every main console Zelda game since the NES gold cartridge first Zelda. So I've kind of seen the evolution and granted the last game Skyward Sword had basically an eight hour tutorial at the beginning which... Oh was a really slow start but once you get past it it ends up opening up and it's really fun this i think because of there was a lot of complaints about that i think they went completely the opposite direction so the problems i had right at the beginning was basically it gives you obviously you have your overarching goal which is defeat ganon you know there's the big castle in the middle it's got a bunch of like red smoke around it that's the end thing you have to beat right but to get off the plateau, you have to go to the four temples, right? And then, you know, def- and beat the temples, and then he gives you a glider route. Then you can like kind of glide around places. Well, you need the glider for the rest of the game, correct? Too. So, the problem I had was that two of the temples are in the snow, 
Yes. And if you're in the snow, your health depletes. Yes. And there's literally no instruction as to how to like not make that happen or how to survive it. So my friend Karen is like, oh, well, you have to like craft this like thing and then like you get the warm outfit. And I'm like, there's literally nothing if you... in the game that helps you. No, wait, figure but this, this out. is a game about exploring. So if eventually you find this little hut where that old man that you're talking to... Right, but that's nowhere near any of the goals it gives you. No, but that what you do is he tells you how to make a meal that keeps you... Makes an elixir that keeps you warm. Okay, I did not find that hut until okay. after all of the four temples. And I basically just kept feeding myself apples until I could get there. And it was super, super frustrating because I probably died 50 times. And there's no... like. The hut's not that close to where you start. So if you're exploring and you're like, oh, I just want to walk around, maybe you'll find it. But if you're actually going for the goals, it's nowhere near any of the temples. So you're not just going to naturally stumble upon it if you're going right towards the goal. Right. But this is a game about exploration. And maybe that's why I find it so boring. Because Uh, I need a fucking goal. Well... (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. So then finally when when I like did all the four and then like if you go back to that that cabin Mm -hmm. before uh after like defeating the temples if you don't do the crafting part Mm -hmm. there's it's just in a chest waiting for you You just open it and you automatically get it so i i did get it but like i i feel like it's kind of bad that you know if you really want to kind of figure it out the right way you have to like go in an ign guide and like see where to go so you like wish there was a little more guidance in the game yes and then as soon as you get off like you know, there you kind of can find your way around because then you can see like where the closest towers are that you have to get. Mm-hmm. So now that I've gotten to like towns and you know you start talking to people, it, it seems more like a real Zelda. And I just got through, like we go to the Zora Domain, which actually takes a really long time to it get does. up there. Yeah. And then so I've done like the whole elephant thing. Except now I'm to the boss of the elephant thing, who all of a sudden is this huge spike in difficulty. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh shit, well, like, all my weapons are broken, and, like, I can't defeat this guy, and now what the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, you can teleport back to it. Right. If you if you leave. So, yeah. So, I think I'm just sort of frustrated with the lack of structure. Um, I know it's about exploration, but with a game that big, like, if you're just exploring the whole time... There's literally, I mean, you're just going to spend a thousand hours, you know, and I, yeah. I want something a little more streamlined, I think. So it's, it's growing on me, but I have to say like, you know, going to the towers, unlocking all these things, like, you know, you have like your four things that you have to get. It's basically Assassin's Creed, but Assassin's Creed did it better, I think so far. <laughs> so that's just my two cents on Zelda. And I have to tell you one last thing because Ooh, I just, <laughs> so I discovered a new app that sort of. That when I was home, like, and I brought my Switch, and I was sort of, like, expecting to kind of play a lot. This uh, app, basically, I spent all my time playing on this app, which is called Sandbox. Have you heard of, have you guys heard of this? Uh. So, um, it's basically, like, a paint-by-numbers, but on, like, a grid, like, a pixelated grid. And, like, it gives you all these, like, pictures in black and white, and then you, like, tap on it, and then it opens it up, and it has, like, your palette at the bottom, and then it gives you the numbers, like, where you, like, color Oh, cool. So it's a total, like, color paint-by-numbers thing. And, like, you know, there's a lot of... Because it's all pixelated, there are, like, you know, video game characters and stuff that you'll recognize. Most of the content is, like, user-generated. So you can actually create your own pictures and then submit them to be, like, you know, a thing. Nice. So this thing... <laughs> I've been kind of obsessed with it, and I've been playing it nonstop. But it's not, like, a game. But I did want to talk about it because it's game-like. Yeah. Is it easy to use with your fingers, or is it easier to use with a stylus? Well, you can... 
play it on your phone. It's much easier with a stylus, I think, on an iPad because mm-hmm. like some of these pictures are huge. Like one of the ones is the picture of Jack Nicholson's face, like coming through the door. From you the know, shining. and it and it like oh, goes gosh. to all four corners, and it like you know it's like really fine detail. It takes like an hour to do one of those things. Wow! But then some of them are like really tiny, and it's like you know, little Zelda or something or Link or something, and it takes you you know, and it's all pixelated, and it takes like you know ten minutes or something. So <laughs> there's a range. There's certain ones like about half of them, and they're really all the good ones. You have to like pay for their monthly membership if you oh. want access to all the good ones. But there's plenty of free ones out there that you can do, and nice. So. <laughs> That's what I've been taking up my time. Interesting. I'm still playing Assassin's Creed and probably mm-hmm. will be for quite a while. I've been focusing on um, the question marks, mm-hmm. you know, in uncovering new areas. Um, I had uh, Martin Luther King Day off mm-hmm. and um, thought I would play a lot then. I played just for a couple of hours, but I think it was the next night that I was home and played until 2.30 in the morning. Uh, nice. <laughs> just like, you always go like, one more question, just yeah. one more area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, just one more. <laughs> and, um, but as far as other new games I'm playing, I'm finally playing South Park, the mobile game. Oh. <laughs> They've had an episode making fun of freemium games. Uh-huh. And now they have one. <laughs> nice. And I'm curious, it's kind of, I wonder what the switch was for them. Uh-huh. You know? Um, but it's kind of a card game. It's hard to... Is it like um, Animation Throwdown? Sort of, but you introduce characters into a battle. Yeah, once again, you're the new kid. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we know somebody who's always on their phone. And <laughs> you actually get a FaceTime call from Cartman uh-huh. on your device. Uh-huh. If I'm playing on my iPad, uh-huh. so it would probably be a little more entertaining if I was on my phone, but I wouldn't appreciate the artwork quite as much right. because they really do up these cards. They have a, some kind of a space event going on, and, and Ike is one of the characters who's um, Kyle's little brother, mm-hmm. the Canadian, <laughs> and he's dressed up like he's in a gremlin suit, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, they just have, and the artwork is really cool. Does it tie into fractured butthole at all? Not that I can see, but they do use terms like tank, like mm-hmm. Cartman is a tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what kind of game that makes it. They have a game. They have a tank. They have assassins. They have fighters. Sorry, healer. Uh, I think Kyle might be a healer. Maybe they make you, they put up your defense. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm still kind of learning. I haven't met a healer yet, but the parents are involved. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, Did it face Kyle's mom? No, but yeah, no, no, not yet. Mm -hmm. But Stan's parents both showed up (laughs) as, uh, Stan's father showed up as like Pocahontas. (laughs) After all these different, you know, they had elves versus... Mm-hmm. fighters or whatever I, what was it elves versus uh in 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 the first Stick of truth yeah yeah uh, i don't remember something like that there's anyway, like two factions yeah yeah they said we're tired of this and they decided to play cowboys and indians mm. oh okay and so uh kenny comes out as an inuit and they're like <laughs> he's not an indian and they're like technically <laughs> inuits are native americans and he's got he comes out with these two knives that he's holding in his hands and they look like tusks okay and then he starts fighting with them, swinging his, oh, his arms. Oh, that's cute. It is cute. It's really cute. You actually get a, a, a reward the first time you um, kill Kenny. Funny. <laughs> so I'm still exploring it. And, uh-huh. you know, I don't know how long it'll keep up my interest. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but it was fun to start. And I think it's more interesting, the fact that the guys finally did a freemium game. Do you still play the quest for stuff? I sure do. <laughs> 
the Family Guy game. I know. And it's beca- it really has become a habit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just check in with it. I don't Do even your, need... Do like, dailies to... or whatever? Yeah. Did I really need Ivan Drago from Rocky Three, Or is that Rocky Four? Or Clever Lang, the Mr. T character? Uh-huh. No. But, <laughs> but you wanted of... them, goddammit. I did, when they were there. <laughs> And then after I get the character, then I just send them off to do 12-hour duties until they're leveled up, and Uh then I never see them again. Nice. Mm -hmm. So, I have quite the collection of stuff. Good. The quest for shit. The quest for stuff, yeah. (laughs) Continues. Yes. Uh, Steven, do you want to go next? Sure. Uh, My first game, uh, Street Fighter V had their big update. Mm -hmm. Now it's an arcade edition, so they have, like, crazy, like, five five or six different arcade modes. Mm-hmm. So and they're all themed from different Street Fighter games. So they and all have uh, different endings. Was this part of the season pass, uh, or is this just a normal update? This the is game? the update, but the season pass goes with it. So oh okay. So there's like a whole set of six new characters coming, mm-hmm. and then that goes in with the new season pass and the stories too. It's pretty cool. They did a lot of cosmetic updates, so it looks really good. Yeah, uh, but the what I'm mainly playing is Persona Five. <laughs> That's and... the one that had like the fifteen hour up download, right? No, that was what was that? That was Street Fighter. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Uh, no, the Persona like is kind of taking over my life. <laughs> well, I I was here right before and Stephen was playing it. The art style is awesome. Amazing. Yeah, I really like the music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear the soundtrack when I'm just doing work at home. <laughs> <laughs> is it all like super poppy? There's yeah. like yeah. very Japanesey. It's very Japanesey, and there's like, but the the lyrics are in English. Oh, <laughs> that's always nice. Yeah, it's fun. I start singing along in battle. <laughs> but yeah, the, the story is fucked up. Um, because we started talking about the gym teacher. Well, you stopped me yeah. from talking about the gym teacher. But that's just the first one. Well, I understand. But I think that <laughs> it's really... I found it to be really adult that the gym teacher is like having sex with students, yeah. right? Well, it is rated M for me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, that's like one of the things he's doing. Ew. Like he's a, like a, like physically abusing all the the volleyball team like they're all beat up and stuff, mm. and like he's like an ex uh, Olympic middle uh, like winner. So the school is covering up and they're like not even telling the police and the parents are like yeah whatever. Do so you get you, to kill him? So you get to give him his comeuppance. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, you go into his kind of heart, and uh-huh. like you go and steal his like inner treasure. So like his heart is like a, his inner world. So he sees the school as his own personal castle. So in the school, he's like uh, a king inside of there. So you have to go and take down his kingdom. Um, thing. So the castle thing is like that's like the the dungeon. The dungeon, yeah. So it's yeah, it's called palaces. And are they one. all kind of like like separate realms from like your normal yeah day? It's like I think they call it the metaverse. Mm-hmm. So when you go to his, it's like its own castle thing. Each boss has a completely different themed palace. So, um, you have to go in there, find out where the treasure is, and then, like, try to plan your heist. Mm. Oh. But it's pretty fun. Uh, but the more you play it, the more fucked up things keep coming up. Like, you think it's worse, mm-hmm. and then something else happens, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so it does not shy away from yeah. anything risque. It's, it's pretty adult. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, the second one is, like, a, a whole, like, artist thing, uh-huh. and he's been, like, manipulating his, like, uh, pupils, and kind of treating them like slaves, keeping them in his house. But using his artwork as his own, so he's like plagiarizing like their oh, art. Oh boy! Yeah, and then all the the his pupils are like, but he saved us from being on the streets. And I'm like, no, it's not okay. 
And then you actually get one of the pupils as your one of your teammates, and he's like uses all these cool art powers. Mm -hmm. So what's the combat like? It's a turn base. Nice. So yeah. RPG style. RPG style. Completely. They do a lot of cool, fun things in it. Like if you, if a creature has a weakness and you hit it with a weakness, they'll get like knocked down. Then you could go again and do the turn again. Uh -huh. And um, if they all have the weakness, you could do it to each one and just keep going in order. And like you could pretty much kill everyone in like one turn. Oh, nice. Or you could just do like um, if they're all down, you could do an all-out attack and it kills like everyone on the screen. Gang bang. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> What's that little cat thing you're fighting with? Uh, that's called uh, Morgana. So it's a little... In the real world, it's an actual cat. And then and that one's a cat person. We don't know like Morgana's past yet. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're still figuring that out. Like, uh, He has like amnesia, so we're mm. seeing what's up So he's that. a cat in the real world and a Funko Pop in the fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> and he talks. But does he talk in the real world? Yeah. But like... They, they kind of come keep him in, in hiding. Like he's always in the backpack of one of them. It's like Salem and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a sassy too. Nice. <laughs> but a lot of times, like you'll do your stuff during the day, and you'll be like, "Okay, it's time for bed," and you're like, "No, no, I want to go to bed." It's like, "Go to bed!" <laughs> like, damn it! But I heard it's like a hundred-hour game. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm thirty-six hours in. Wow! And it does not feel like I played thirty-six hours, but the, the tutorial was really long. Oh, yeah. That was like a good 10 hours, I think. Mm -hmm. Damn. But it, it didn't feel yeah. like it because like the, the story was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I really like it a lot. I can't, I can't wait to see like what else is going to happen in that game. And uh, like when you make friends in a game, like they become like kind of like tarot cards. So they have like these are uh, arcana theme things. Like one of your friends is like the chariot cart. Mm -hmm. And then when you become more friends with him, like things unlock through him. Mm. and like each friendship is like that so you want to make friends with people to get new powers interesting like I did something earlier while Adam was here and it happened on the screen I'm like wait what the fuck <laughs> like I did a move and it didn't quite work out <laughs> and then like so your friend just came in and like I'll finish this up and then like did the move interesting yeah like an unplanned summons almost yeah it's like a backup like here you go <laughs> nice and uh, I, f I made friends with one of the girls and now, like, if my negotiations with the demons don't work, she comes in and, like, starts with them. <laughs> oh. Nice. So, it's cool. It, there's a lot to learn, but it's very cool. Nice. Ray, what are you currently playing? I'm playing Horizon still. <laughs> but I got the Ancient Armory. Yay! Oh, oh, my God, I didn't even get that. So, I... I... Finish the mountain that fell, which means I literally only have like two major yeah. plot points left. Um, it's like the human boss and then the machine boss. Mm -hmm. um, but in order to get the ancient armory, you had to finish the mountain that fell because mm -hmm. the last uh, oh the yeah last the cell that the power cell was in there. Um, it's amazing. It basically gives you two uh, two health bars instead of one. Oh, shit. So, like, you can get hit, and your health will go down, but it's, like, the blue health, and once you get down to zero, then mm. you're down to your regular health bar, which is really nice. Nice. <laughs> um, but now I know I only have, like, the two main bosses left, mm -hmm. and I'm only level 35. Mm. Time to do some side quests. So, that's basically <laughs> what I'm doing right now is, like, a whole bunch of side quests. So, I want to be at least level 40. Before yeah. I go into these ba last battles. Well, and the side quests will gain you allies, too, exactly. for the final battle. Exactly. So, right now, I'm, I, I mean, I was focusing on the Ancient Armory, which was a big side quest for me. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just did, like, another one. 
that was like getting a healer for someone mm. um in now one there's the there's one i have to spoil for you a little bit and you might have actually gotten past this but there's a character named nil he's the one that wants to fight the bandit camps with you He's like kind of bloodthirsty. Oh, see, that's what I. So after this side quest I'm doing now, I'm gonna uh-huh. go and beat all the bandit camps. Because he he's kind of bloodthirsty and he loves to kill. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I've met him. Yeah, I, you probably have. Here's the funny thing, I have skipped all but one bandit camp. Uh huh. All but one, because I was like, oh, I'll come back and do these later, because they're really good for leveling up. But like, I was so focused on the story that mm-hmm. I just wanted to get through the story. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh, I have to level up. So, I'm, like, after I finish this side quest that I'm on, I was going to go and just kill, like, knock out all the bandit camps yeah. that I have. And I think that in the one that I did, I met him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he helps you with all of them. So, here's the, here's the thing about him, though. So, you know, as you do the bandit camps with him, he, like, becomes really in awe of how bad of a fighter and, like, you know, how, you know, badass you are and how good at killing you are. So after you finish the bandit camps, he want, he challenges you to a duel, but a duel to the death. Jesus. So, because <laughs> he's like, you know, he sees you as like kind of his ultimate enemy, basically. Oh my God. So if you refuse the duel, he will be disappointed, but that's the only way you can get him to help you at the end. Okay. So it's a little bit of a spoiler, but yeah, don't fight him because then he'll come back later and help you. Gotcha. Okay. Because I've been, I've been like trying to look to see like which people come back and help. Uh Uh-huh. And I think, um, like the general from your, your hometown. Yep. But I think there's a side quest that I was supposed to do for her that I Mm -hmm. haven't done for her. Mm. So I think I have to go back and do that. Uh Uh-huh. But I don't know if I can. Oh. I think I'm I'm too far. Well, here's the thing. Like, she asked me to do it at, like, the very beginning of the game. Yeah. I was, like, level five when she asked me to do it. Yeah. And I was just like, no, I want to I get out of here. I want to get to Meridian. I want to uh-huh. get to the next place. And the next time I saw her was when I went back home and the whole town was destroyed. Oh. So I don't know if I can go back and do that side quest. Mm. It might be too late in the story. She's wow. on the corner. Still need help over here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I might be able to. I might. Remember to those berries and... I needed you to collect? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you see what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, but like, so I don't know. I don't yeah. know if I can or not. But my next mission is to go and defeat all the bandit camps uh-huh. um, after I finish this one side quest because... I went to my side quest tab, mm-hmm. and I was just going through all of them. It was mm-hmm. the last one I had on there. So the next one, I really, I just want to level up because if I'm gonna go into this final battle, I don't want to be level 35 when you like your max level is 50. Jeez, you oh, got a ways to go. It's 50. It's 40 oh. in Assassin's Creed. Oh. You said. So I want to be at least level 40 before I go into these final battles. Yeah. Because I'm only halfway there. You'll be moited. I'm yeah. used to the games where it goes up to 100, and I'm like. There doesn't seem like that much. Uh, yeah. yeah. So expansion pack. Right. I, I do have the ancient armory, which I'm really excited yeah. about. That's awesome. Because I've been like in battles with them, and I'm like, dang, this thing is like amazing. Cool. Now she's a tank. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, she. I mean, it's just a. It's another health bar, which is really nice. Yeah. So. Sweet. So, did you guys see any movies while we were on break? I finally saw Star Wars. Woo! Yeah! I saw A Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. Me too. And then I saw um, the Tom of Finland movie. How was that one? It was really good. Hmm. It was playing down here at the art theater. Mm-hmm. And they had a whole like leather event, so there's all these like leather daddies. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was fun. And then like the 
the main guy who like runs the something then uh uh-huh. facility he was there they did a q a and i answered a question and then i was like blah 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 blah. he's like is that steve garcia I'm like hey <laughs> <laughs> girl <laughs> So I did a lot of work with them like years ago. Yeah, so yeah. he's like, hey, oh, Well, yeah, you've done the, the Time of Finland art show before, right? Yeah, like, like a couple years in a row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it was kind of cool, and everyone's just like, who's that? <laughs> is there, and just in case someone isn't familiar with who Tom of Finland is, was he actually from Finland? Yeah. He was. The beginning of the movie takes place like like when he's in the war, uh-huh. and then like you kind of see like all this stuff, like him trying to like be gay and stuff, and... It's kind of crazy, like, and his artwork inspired, like, the leather movement. Right, mm-hmm. so he did early black and white artwork yeah. of men in chaps and leather pants. Yeah. and big pig nipples. Huge <laughs> penises. You kind of see, like, like where he gets all his inspiration from. It's kind of cool. It's really cool. It's a really good, it's a really good nice. movie. Is it a documentary? No, it's like a movie movie. It actually is a movie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And apparently he was a composer, too. Yeah. Hmm. So there's Tom of Finland songs out there. Probably my, also about big dicks. My Final Fantasy fourteen character is Finn Tomland. <laughs> <laughs> What's kind of cool is like they had like um, like he had visions of like a guy like one of his drawings, and they would show like an actual guy just like a Tom guy, mm-hmm. and it looked just like one in real life. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> somebody like that actually exists. Yeah, right? yeah, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> the Shape of Water, uh, which did uh, I saw, Ray yeah. didn't see that yet. It's kind of like uh, Guillermo del Toro's. Uh, it almost is like the creature from the Black Lagoon, uh-huh. <laughs> but after the creature is captured or something. Is that a horror film? It's like no, a fifties. Not at all. Oh, it's the shape more like of water. A fairy yeah. tale. Yeah. yeah. The shape of water. It's. I but, liked it. <laughs> yeah, Guillermo del Toro doesn't shy away from violence, so there are some. It's, or sex It's right. nowhere near anything like Pan's Labyrinth. Right. Like, it's not scary like that at all. No. Is no. it? It's technically really, scary. No, no, it's actually technically really cute. It's a, it's, it's kind more, of a romance. It's, romantic. it's more of like a fable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a mute woman works in a science facility, where they they turns out they're holding a creature that lives in the water. Oh, I think I saw a commercial. For this. Yeah. Yeah. And so she starts doing nice little things like leaving hard boiled eggs for him to take, and mm-hmm. and they just develop a relationship. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. There is a gay character with a cat named Pandora, <laughs> which is my cat's name. Oh, so. uh, and um, it's just it's a really nice fantasy, a little open ended at the end, you know, depending mm. on if you're a romantic or not. Interesting. And a serious Oscar contender, I guess. I guess. I hope so. We'll see. Yeah, but like watching both those movies back to back, I'm like, damn, that's how the Finland movie was really good. Oh, okay. <laughs> And now that's what I want to see. Right. And then Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I did see Star Wars yeah. after I watched all the Marvel movies from the very first Captain America. Wow. Oh, you're all on that the way up routine. to Doctor Strange. Yay. So I only have Spider-Man Homecoming and Thor Ragnarok before I see Black Panther. What was your favorite one so far? Um, honestly, I think Age of Ultron. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well. Why? <laughs> <laughs> the forgotten Olsen sister. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the talented one. Yeah. Yes. Elizabeth. Yes. The we forgotten. Do, we do like. Well, her. according yeah. to John Oliver, the Olsen twins are just one twin furiously moving back and forth. <laughs> like no, the Speed uh, Force. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why they're so tweaky now. Yeah. Oh. I just much. like. I like her. Sc- I like the Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like. Did her you character. see Civil War? I did. It was okay. I thought Civil War was 
a stronger movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, but technically she, it was too. a stronger movie, but mm-hmm. like, I just, I don't like when people fight against each other or keep secrets mm-hmm. from each other. Mm-hmm. And like, that's basically what that whole movie was that's about. That's true. Yeah. I do like to see heroes fighting each other. Cause you know, nerds, nerds always talk about nerds, nerds. <laughs> Talk about what? Who would win in a fight? Superman right. or you know Thor? Yeah, you know I do enjoy that, but now it's been kind of like every theme is like based off of that now. Yeah, so I don't I mean, know. Yeah. I just like I. I mean, when I, when they had that big fight between the two teams, uh-huh. that was entertaining. Yeah. I had fun mm-hmm. with that mm-hmm. um, because it shows like everyone's strengths, but it also shows everyone's weaknesses and mm-hmm. how they can like really work together, but. Um, the whole thing with like um, Bucky and Iron yeah, Man's it's kind of a dark movie actually. and stuff, and I was just like, the bromance. you had to go there, you had to go there, because then, then there's that big fight between Iron Man and Captain America, and and Captain America's like he's my friend, and Iron Man was like I was too, and then like at that point, like I would freeze, I'd be like technically you were my friend, like what would I do? But he just like attacks him, I'm like you're a jerk. You're an asshole, and now I hate Captain America, but, you know, whatever. Well, in the comics, that's not even what the Civil War was about, right? It was about the Well, the, the overarching <laughs> thing is about, is the same. It's about superhero registration. Yeah. But um, it, was a bit more it ends though. up getting a little more personal in the movie between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I've just, I've never really been a Captain America fan, <laughs> and I just feel like he was a real dick in that movie. <laughs> How could you say he's a dick? He was a real he was a real friend. No. Civil See, War. I'm still thinking yeah. like dick. Iron Man was more yeah, dick in Iron Man. Civil War, right here. <laughs> right here. Civil War. That's fine. Let's go. I don't know. I just like I mean, I get where both of them were coming from. Like no. I get like, yeah, you should like someone should keep an eye on all the superheroes and someone shouldn't because then what happens when we should go somewhere and they're not sending us, you know, all that stuff. Like I get both sides of that. But at the end of the day, like, Captain America was just like, fuck y'all, I'm going to do my own thing and screw all of you over doing it, and I don't care what you think because this is my friend. Yeah. And that I, was my that was my problem with But do you movie. have a friend like that that you would do anything for? My wife. <laughs> called my wife. Well, Bucky is Cap's wife. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, they should go there get married go. and have gabies, okay? There like, you go. Jeez. Um... Uh, we saw, uh, Ryan and I saw Star Wars on IMAX. Uh-huh. We didn't see it on IMAX, but we did see it. My parents what did you guys? Out. What did you guys think? Did you enjoy it? I, the first time we saw it, I had the feels. Because I grew up watching Star Wars. This yeah. is what I saw as a kid. And so when Luke and Leia finally got to talk, you know. I, I cried. I cried, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had my friend Andrea with us, and she and I are about the same age. And mm-hmm. she and I both had, you know, the feels. Mm-hmm. Um the first time Leia was on the screen, I cried. <laughs> there, there were some things. Even the second time that I saw it, there were some things that didn't work all that well. Agreed. Like, are we able to do spoilery talk we, now? Let's let's we can do mild spoilers, but let's kind of keep the bigger points to a minimum. There was a an angel in space moment. Yes. shall we say? Yeah, I um, agree. I know what you're talking about. Okay, that it makes sense with the character. Because we know she can feel uh-huh. the force. Right. But seeing it in action for the first time, there were other ways that they could have done it. 100%. Because the intention behind that moment was good. Yeah. And I feel like they needed to show that. Mm-hmm. That 
But the but execution, the execution just rang really false to me, right. and it was every time, cheesy. So every time I see that scene, it reminds me like there should be like a musical number happening while she's flying. <laughs> I'm like, flying back home. <laughs> It did, it didn't make sense to me when it happened. Yeah, it I was. Will, it was I will weird. be honest. When that happened, I was just like, "Why is she the only one?" But I because like you also lost um... Admiral Akbar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but here, okay. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Leia, Leia has the Force. But didn't Admiral Akbar have the Force too? No. no. They just always when they say. Let the force be with you. That's like saying. No, I know, but you he's know, been in like almost every Star Wars. No, no, the movie. force is like actual... it's a trap guy. Oh. Yeah, it's I always like... thought he was part of the Jedi. No, there's council. still only a limited number of people that can tap into the force. What this movie was showing, though, is that it's not just inherited, which I think was a big disappointment to people because people thought that Ray, who clearly has the force, is maybe connected to the Solo family. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I think people were really hoping. <clears throat> that wasn't revealed in this movie. Quite the opposite, in fact. Yeah, but is that true? Is well, what she revealed I hope so. true? Here, and then let's talk about this. So maybe should we could spoil this? Well, look, because it's been out for a couple months. And here, and here, here's the thing, too, because I think it's going to stay true, but we don't really know just from the movie whether it's actually true. But it's revealed that Ray's parents were nobody. Yeah. And that she's not tied into any character, which... so. When you look at Star Trek versus Star Wars, like Star Trek is all sort of about choice and like, you know, making your own decisions. And Star Wars is all kind of about destiny. Yeah. Like Luke was, you know, he's destined to like, you know, equalize the force. And, you know, there's all this thing about like your heritage and who you came from. And, and this was sort of one of the first moments of, well, this is a character who has no ties to any personal destiny. She just somehow got the force and she has make, she's making the decision to use it the, you know, the way that she thinks is right. Mm -hmm. And that's like more powerful to me than her being like Obi-Wan's lost granddaughter. Right. Yeah. Or I would, I would love for this story to be, the like that's it like she came from nobody like mm-hmm. i would love that mm-hmm. but the way that they kind of just like she, they said it and then they kind of moved on it yeah. wasn't it wasn't like final for me well i think th- there's a a lot of fans who spend time talking about this on the internet were really disappointed because their fan theories didn't come true right in when they started doing <clears throat> books after you know when it didn't seem like they were going to be doing any more star wars movies with the old characters um that Han and Leia did get married, I guess. Or they, yeah. they at least had kids together. But twins run in Leia's family. Luke and Leia. But now you're going back to the same story you did when well, you had the right. first movies. And that's not something I'm interested in. I understand. In. But here's the problem. They had established in these books that Leia and Han had twins. They had a boy twin and a girl twin. They had, or, you know, mm-hmm. boy twin, girl twin. E-I-E-I-O. Um, they, <laughs> that, so people, I think were kind of expecting her to be the other twin and that's why she and Ben can, or Kylo Ren can communicate. It turns out at least for now, not to be the case. And I think that that was kind of disappointing to people. Yeah. I do. I do <clears throat> like the, like with you, like that, it, the force could be with in anyone. Yeah. yeah. 
Because um, you see at the end of the movie, like a, a random boy is starting to use the force. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that kind of justifies the midichlorian BS that they tried right. to introduce in the first. I mean, trying to explain there it. There was no father. Ugh. So awful. I was impregnated by midichlorians. Right. Oh my god. It's horrible. <laughs> that was a horrible way to execute. Well, and here's it. the thing too, because so much of the of the criticism I've seen online of people who are really pissed about this movie. All of their criticism, you could literally apply to every Star Wars movie. Mm. Like, you know, they didn't get enough backstory on Snoke. They didn't do enough this on that. And I'm like, well, you could say that about every Star Wars character. You know, it's like... Some characters are created to die. Mm -hmm. So I think the the reason that a lot of fans hated it was their own goddamn expectations. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. Although I did love Snoke. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like about the movie is the whole... um, how long the Finn and Rose scenes were going. Yeah. Because they went on for like a good while. I'm like, okay, back to the right. main story, please. <laughs> I, I will say this. Before I saw the movie, I like, I didn't see any spoilers online. But I saw some people's comments on mm. like their, their feelings. And I remember very specifically one person being like, going in to uh, see the new Star Wars movie. I hate Kylo Ren. He's a little bitch. He can die leaving the new Star Wars movie. God damn it, now I kind of like him. And I'm like, how does that happen? Like, how do you do that? Because the, and then I watched the movie yeah. and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> the best villains are the ones that have reasonable reasons yeah. for why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. 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 You know, he's a, he's not a poorly written He's villain. not. He's mm-hmm. not. And I, I actually kind of like him, which... Uh, Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. I kind of like how he's like a crazy emotion ball. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like, the fact that he's also like, he he plays being unsure very well. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's... It really fucks with everyone else. That's a really loud phone. Um, Can we does. talk about Ben Swolio, as they're calling him, when he shows up and he's got oh, like yeah. high-waisted <laughs> pants? They were doing like... There was like a challenge online, like, like the Marvel ones. Yeah, people were like, sh- like dressing like that, and like you, you all look like idiots. He looked like an idiot. Yeah. He looked gigantic from yeah. the waist oh up. So there's God. a bunch of really great memes yeah. that you can find. Yeah, I seen one. It was like, like every Marvel movie has a shirtless guy, and like, oh, I guess Star Wars is doing it now too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give a, I'll give Star Wars the last day a B, all right. solid okay. B. I, I think the the problems I had with force awakens were mostly that it was too similar in structure to Mm -hmm. the first star wars and this one i felt had homages to empire Mm -hmm. but he kind of twisted the expectation at every turn and so i feel like that put it a notch above last uh Force Awakens for me. And I have to say that they really, when it comes to cameos of older people, they really missed out on a good opportunity. Lando. Yeah. Lando could have been the guy at the table gambling that they were looking for. Right. (laughs) Well, and there was that moment where Leia's like, use my personal code. And I was like, Lando's going to show up. No. No. Um, I do like that they're they're opening up more ideas with the Force. Mm -hmm. Like, Rey could possibly be a Grey Jedi, which is something we haven't seen in the movies. Oh, Mm -hmm. interesting. So that would be cool. Because, like, you know, the Grey grey Jedi's could use the dark and the light. Didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah. Um, It's it's a really cool thing in some of the games and the the novels. So, Hmm. if they go into that, that would be cool because she could probably do multiple, like, more things on screen than the regular Force people. And then the Porgs, of course. Ugh. You know, do you know why they have Porgs in the movie? To sell shit? No. So, oh. they were where they filmed. There were puffins everywhere. Oh. And then 
it was actually easier to put creatures over the puffins instead of CGIing them out. And plus there was like shit everywhere and everything. So they created these like puffin like creatures uh-huh. to kind of cover up the actual puffins in the in on location. I do love the the scene where Chewie's trying to eat. <laughs> <laughs> And also, you know that scene where they're trying to play around with the lightsaber and he's like, tap, one of them is t- stomping its foot. Uh-huh. In the scenes that were drawn, you know, like the storyboards, uh-huh. they do show that the lightsaber went off into a porg's head. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I thought was going to happen. It's so great that they actually thought about it. Uh-huh. But because it's ultimately, I guess, it's Disney and it is family right. friendly, they decided not You're to right. go that far. But that you should try and look up the drawing on Google <laughs> It's really great. Well, I have a question for you guys because um, I've been kind of getting back into some comics, but have you guys been reading anything? I know we talk about games a lot, but you know there are other habit, habits. I have been reading there. a lot actually. So you you alluded, alluded actually in our last episode to some stuff you've been reading. What have you been reading? So I finished Skin and Earth, which mm-hmm. is the comic that got me into comics. Mm-hmm. This is Light's comic. Honest. This is Light's comic. Okay. It, I finished it. She set it up for either a continuation of the series or a whole new series. Like, she left it so open-ended that if she doesn't continue, I might cry. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's so much she can do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just so well written and drawn and everything and about she did, it. And she drew it and wrote it. Yeah, she did everything. God damn these talented people. Right? What a bitch. I'm kind of like, how much, because that shit takes forever. Yeah. Well, she's been working on it for two years. Oh, that makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. She's been working on it since her last album. She didn't mm-hmm. want to leave us up in the air like Battle Chasers did. Oh, God. <laughs> All I know is that finished. it's like so open-ended that it's just like, I'm just waiting for her to either put out the next issue or like start a new whatever. Mm-hmm. Can you summarize what the main... Um, problem is or the main goal of the book sure so it's uh it's like a post it kind of looks like post apocalyptic but not really it's basically like the world has gone to shit because we've used too much oil and we've mined all resources in the world and we're down to this one small little patch of world um and there are two sectors. There's the pink sector and the red sector. And the pink sector are people with money, basically. And the red sector is your poor people. Um, and our main character goes to school in the pink sector because of... Um, busing. School busing. Mm-hmm. Charter school. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently her parents, like, when they died, like, their inheritance was, like, you can go to school. So oh. she lives in the red sector, but... She goes to school in the pink sector and everyone hates her for it. But she's like very hopeful and optimistic, even though she lives in this really shitty world. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this guy and there's all this stuff. And I don't want to spoil it, but we find out that um, one of the reasons why everything's gone to shit is there is some sort of goddess that people are, are giving... Uh, sacrifices to, and the Ooh. sacrifices are a lot of the people from the red sector. Like the, oh, it's very runaways. But she, <laughs> she's like different. She's not like, like the person who they're sacrificing to. Like she can't actually be sacrificed. Hmm. So there's a lot. I don't want to spoil right, it. Right. Like how I many, want people to go read this. How many issues? Six. Six. It's and, not and that much. Who's the what's the publisher? Uh, dynamic. Okay. Yeah. Has it or been dynamic? collected into a? 
like a graphic novel yet? Do you know? Um, I think that they're planning on it, but you can, if you like go to her website, I know you can buy all six mm. in mm-hmm. one like bundle. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's probably going to be released as a trade because that's like yeah. the perfect amount of number of exactly. issues. And but it sounds very timely with all this. Yeah issue it of is. wealth and using resources <clears throat> and all is. this kind of stuff. It's um, quite the millennial it's so, comic. It's so well done. And it's, it, again, it's, it's left so open and ended. But when I went to go get my last comic, the last issue, the owner of the comic book store was there and we started talking and stuff. And I was just like, you know, I started reading Paper Girls because of this comic. Which I read because I wanted to eventually oh discuss gosh. it with you. So good. How far are you into it? I'm in the middle of the second trade. Okay. So I'm quite I'm quite early in, but it's it's it isn't what I thought it was going to be. No. I was like, this is a book about delivery girls. Yeah, delivering it the starts, paper. It starts as four girls delivering the paper. But that's only like the first maybe issue or two, and yeah. all of a sudden things start. It, it involves like an alien invasion, or are they aliens? Are they actually people from the future? Or... And time travel. We and don't know. It's it's insane. That Gun one. safety. Yeah. So it's legit sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. It is. Cool. Um, so I told them I started reading that. Um, Brittany's really into another one. I can't remember what it's called, um, but she's really into that one. And then, so he gave me... He gave me four comics, first issues. Like, he just gave them to me. He's like, here. Your okay, comic shop is awesome. So, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, up in, it's down in Laguna uh, Nagil, though. Okay. So it's even a drive for me. Yeah, yeah right? Um, so one of them was Saga, which is... Oh, uh, yeah. I read that one, and I was like, God damn it, I have to go get all these. I know. Was that the um, one that I've read, like, the first three They want to make it to a show, but the guy's not letting them make it into a show? I oh, think I don't know, so. Maybe. He probably wants so. more control. That's Brian K. Vaughn, though. Yeah. Well, and if Runaways is any indication, he probably can see how quickly his ideas can yeah, be well, in... usurped by other people why the last man oh, is oh and we were just informed that he also writes paper oh. girls <laughs> oh, look at that. but uh he also wrote why the last man which is supposedly still in development at fx right so i read the first issue of that and i want the rest of those um the wicked and the divine mm-hmm. another good mm-hmm. one um that i also want and then the other two was rat queens which was completely different Oh my god. Oh, Steven's got it. I've read it. The Wicked and the Divine. This is my roommates. He gave gave me a pile of comics to read. Nice. Nice. It's really good. Um, Rat Queens was really good. It was completely different than all the other ones. Um, It was basically like these groups of outlaws, and they're all like very specific, whatever. Are there any rats in it? The girls are rats, yes. Are there any queens in it? Well, I don't know. (laughs) Girl. Girl. Um, and Get the last rid of these one was rats. Black Sci- <laughs> the last one was called Black Science, which oh. I may get the second issue or like the first like book or whatever. It didn't catch me like the other three did, mm-hmm. but it was interesting enough to give it another go. What's it generally about that you can tell? Time travel. Okay. Okay. Done. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's weird i i'm not a fan of time travel it's very complex yeah that's that's my thing my everyone my boyfriend ryan (laughs) he's the one that he's more of a comics expert than i am Um, for sure but yeah it is very complex and there are a lot of big 20 dollar words that i actually look a couple up because i'm like i have no idea what you're saying right now comics really helped me with my vocabulary when i was a kid so it's no joke you know that's great but like 
it also has to catch me. Like, it has to get my attention, mm-hmm. and it kind of did. Is this, this isn't about, a, like, back in the past when, when superpowers started appearing in people, it was only appearing in black people. No. My brother kickstarted a book. Mm. that that's the premise mm. is that when powers when people finally start getting powers on earth they're only um black people interesting we're still uh facing inequality mm-hmm. so it's like what an interesting story <clears throat> that the people who you know have a problem getting equality in our world are the ones who also protect it mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah it's like well, so, it's fascinating i have a whole bunch of stuff to read but uh i am getting a lot more into comics now Cool. Thanks, the lights. But it's a, it's a, it is a terrific medium, and yeah. I love if it. only the new Fifty Two hadn't killed it for me so yeah. completely. My brother was able to just transition into reading more Image, reading more um, non superhero books, uh-huh. and I'm just like a fuck it kind of guy. Yeah. Just fuck you. DC. It's also an expensive habit if you are keeping up on a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Like, I'm not a big superhero comic. Mm-hmm. Like, I meant to bring your Wonder Woman comic back. Oh, I yeah. pulled it out and everything, and then I forgot it. I'm like, that's where it went. But, like, I couldn't even get through half of it. I was just, <laughs> and I was that's just all, bored. Because yeah. it's, like, old-timey comics, too, so it's like... Ooh. And it's not even that it's old-timey comics. I just... I'm just not into superheroes. Like, there's a reason I haven't watched all these Marvel movies until now. There's a reason. But that's okay, because comics are more than superheroes. Exactly. <laughs> But we, speaking of superheroes, uh, can I talk about like what I've been reading lately? Do it. Because I've been on the Marvel Unlimited app. Um, my biggest gap in my my Marvel lore is the like whole cosmic universe. So I've decided that I wanted to like get more into it. That so, is like a whole thing. It is, I and that's know. the one that they're doubling down on in the movie. Exactly. So I wanted to kind of get caught up on like the Guardians of the Galaxy. So I started with the Annihilation crossover, which was pretty. It's sort of like the first time all of these like Guardians of the Galaxy characters were kind of together in the same story, mm-hmm. even though they each have like kind of different storylines. But there's just some things I have to mention. Okay. First of all, Peter Quill <laughs> has black hair and has like a cyborg eye. And I was like, what is this? First of all, uh-huh. Gamora looks completely different. She has like red raccoon eyes. Um, Drax looks the same, but Groot talks and he like talks a lot. He doesn't I say, like, I am Groot? No, not at the beginning. And I was like, wait. Like, he start like, one time he's, like, telling off Rocket, and it's, like, this whole, like, all these panels, and he's, like, very imperious and kind of bitchy, because he's, like, the, the king of his race or something. Oh, but then, like, you know, at, you know, he ends up, like, you know, dying, and they, like, you know, bring the, the little twig. And after he kind of gets resurrected a couple times, that he just starts just saying, I am Groot. <laughs> so then, and then I read through the Annihilation Conquest, which was actually kind of interesting because it revolves around the these aliens, which are called the Phalanx, which are like techno-organic. But in this specific series, they find Ultron, and Ultron sort of becomes their leader and con- starts controlling them. Oh shit! So that was pretty badass, Dang. actually. And that's sort of like more when the you know when the Guardians sort of form, and then reading into the Guardians of the Galaxy. But the lineup is like totally different from the movies. I mean, you know, Peter Quill is in there. Oh, and they take this the cyborg eye out of his head because of the Ultron thing. Like they don't want him to get hacked. Oh, geez. so it does sort of lead him, but then all of a sudden he's blonde and I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess now he looks like, you, you know, Chris Pratt. You don't think they have hair dye out in space? <laughs> well, I guess, I guess they must, mm-hmm. but it's it was sort of, bleach. yeah, right? it's they just, bleach. it's just funny to see like how the characters evolve and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but, um, 
but yeah, Adam Warlock is one of the original Guardians of the Galaxy, and Mantis, and then the Phyla Valquazar, and like all these different characters who have never been in the movies. The, the lesbian y one? Yes, she's the one who's in a relationship with Moondragon, who is oh, Drax's yeah. daughter. Is that oh, right? Damn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, but does Jax's daughter die in the comics? She becomes a dragon and then <laughs> dies, but then they're sort of like, well, it was just the dragon spirit, so Mo- Moon Dragon is still somewhere, and I haven't, like, I, that's one of the storylines they're because trying to Because in the her. movie, like, his whole thing is that Thanos killed his, yeah, his, his wife, wife and daughter. daughter. Right. So Ooh, I wonder if in, in the, the movies he's going to be like, oh, did you want your daughter? Here's your daughter. Well, I think yeah. that I think that would be actually a really badass twist in the movies if they reveal if they if Moon Dragon becomes a character and they're like, oh, she's been alive this whole time. Like that would be a really twist, a really interesting twist on Drax. Yeah, I always loved Moon Dragon's look because th- when I was a kid, Star Wars, the, uh, not Star Wars, but the first Star Trek movie was out, uh-huh. and they had a character named Ilea who was a beautiful woman but completely bald, uh-huh. and the the actress actually shaved her head for uh-huh. the role. It wasn't makeup. And so seeing a, a character in the comics around the mm-hmm. same time who was also bald, for some reason I was right. just fascinated by that. Bald woman with a big old gold earring. That's right. <laughs> and swirly cape. Um, well, uh, there was a book that came out this weekend that it's one of the first books that I bought in a long time called Ice Cream Man, which is an image, um, sort of like a horror book. Mm-hmm. And a horror book? Horror. <laughs> and Ryan and I were looking around for it for... the. All, you know, I went to a couple of places and called a couple of places here and just couldn't find it. It's just been selling out. Uh-huh. So I just bought it online. And um, you can't buy comics on Comixology anymore. On the Comixology like hard app. issues you need? Oh, wait. No, di- this is all digital. We bought it digitally. You can't? No. Because Amazon bought Comixology and they they want they didn't there's something having to do with Apple. And this happened back in 2014. That just goes to show how hmm, out of it I am. Right. But um, because they wanted to get around some kind of Apple charging 30% or something like that, hmm. they just stopped selling comics on Comixology at all, and you have to buy it through the actual website. Oh, the Comixology website. Right. And then you can download it to your phone so it's accessible on your iPad or, yeah. your, or your iPhone. What the shit? I know. Yeah. It's, it was so hard to use. Um, and then the book is like 40 pages. Wow. And it was a very, we actually read it together. Oh, <laughs> what a couple I, I did voices. It was nice. <laughs> and um, it was, it was interesting, but the last couple, it's supposed, like I said, it's supposed to be 40 pages, but the last couple pages were like sketches and stuff. I'm mm. like, Who and there is an actual ice cream. It starts with an ice cream man selling ice cream out of a truck. And he might have powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know. He might turn into some kind of creature. We don't really know. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's just still early. So I can't tell if it's an anthology or um, if there is going to be an actual storyline that we're going to follow. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll have to buy the next issue. More to come. Yeah. But I do wish that digitally they would knock the price down at least a dollar. I agree. It should be like... Because we're saving them on printing. Yeah. Yeah. We're saving trees, goddammit. And and if you go to a comic store and buy hard copies, usually you can get a deal, like 10% off if you buy like five issues yeah. or something. And like, why is it cheaper to buy the hard copies? Like when the digital is like a free download for them. They don't actually... They're not encouraging people to actually do digital. I know. Yeah. It's... The, the comic shop I go to, um, it's called Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, all their trades are like basically 20% off like yeah. all the time. And then, yeah, a lot of shops do that. Yeah. Um, so... 
what I'm reading <laughs> Please. is a trade of uh, Iceman came out in trade. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's only one. This is his new solo, well, new, but his solo series. Yeah. Um, and it's all about, like, his gay adventures as adult gay Iceman. Mm-hmm. And it's it's cool. Is the teen Iceman still around? Yeah. So, he's there's a cool scene where he's training the teen Iceman to use mm-hmm. his powers. Mm-hmm. And when they finish their training, the danger room stuff... And the teen one is already like off with on a date with his boyfriend. Uh-huh. He's like, "Oh, look at me! My young self has a beautiful metal boyfriend. I still haven't even kissed a guy yet." Oh no! <laughs> I'm like, "Oh!" <laughs> but then you see him like have fights. Like he fights Daken, and there's like this like third fight going on. Uh-huh. It's really cute. Well, I saw a panel. I think uh, I saw a panel where um, Richter. Uh-huh. Meets up with I- Iceman somewhere, uh-huh. and he's like, "Yeah, Shatterstar and Shatterstar and I are on a break. So if you're ever in New York and you want to hang out, you know, just <laughs> oh. let me know." Winky, winky. Yeah, exactly. There's a fun panel where he texted like a bunch of people that I, he's yeah, gay. I saw that yeah. panel. Yeah, and all the responses are hilarious because <laughs> yeah, he like comes out over text. Yeah, and then like Northstar's like, "What? You have to call me instantly." <laughs> yeah, and then there was like um, Johnny Storm's all, "Ooh, flame on!" Literally. <laughs> That's a couple I'd like to yeah, see. Right? Iceman and Iceman Johnny and Storm. The Human Torch. He's very steamy. Uh, but then, yeah. <laughs> then it shows him like coming out to his parents and then like that didn't go very well mm. and then all this other stuff. But yeah, it's kinda crazy. But it's it's good. But I'm sad that the series got cancelled just yeah, now. Yeah, they cancelled a ton like, of, a ton of the gay stuff. Yeah. yeah. But nice. for the I'm glad that it's out on trade because I got to read it all. Good. So it was good. Can I borrow when you're done? Yeah, it's right behind you. Oh, <laughs> Here's the negotiations. <laughs> All right. Well, we're at that point in the show where we should really talk about what made us level up. I'll go first. I don't know yet if it's going to be a level up. It's maybe like a level slope. Okay. Um, there, they released a trailer for a new Heather's series. Oh yeah, oh, oh, I've yeah. heard that looks, bad things about this. Well, it's hard to judge from a trailer. With well, the boy it Heather, it wasn't the trailer. Yes, they have a boy Heather. He's gender queer, uh, and his name is Heath, but they call him Heather. But the problem, I had a friend that I posted the trailer on my Facebook, and I had a friend that really sum- summarized what the trailer indicated. The Heathers mm-hmm. are far more interesting than the Veronica is. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they, they made the Veronica just like this sort of like dull blonde. Hmm. And they made the Heather, Heather Chandler, the head Heather, is a, a heavy girl who has fabulous body image. And she has these Instagram posts. And yeah, she's a bitch. Mm-hmm. But she looks fun. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, I don't want them to kill this, Heather. Although this is a series, not a movie. Apparently. But here's the, we had to look up. I was like, where is this going to be? We have a hard time figuring it out. But apparently it looks like Paramount might be launching their own service. Oh. And so this is going to be sort of like, but Paramount doesn't own a network. I thought, well. Or do they, do they, they used to own They used to be part of CBS because they're both owned by Viacom. Although I don't think that that's necessarily true anymore. Isn't like what Spike TV was and then and Spike, Spike TV, TV is, is no longer on. Spike TV it's right. Paramount channel oh it, it, so that is the oh, Paramount channel that's so it. that's where it's going to be is on the With Paramount channel, channel. Oh. which who knows where that is that happened like last week yeah yeah. Oh. because Spike TV's Twitter like went crazy it's like yeah. I'm telling you everything because I'm not going to be yeah, here yeah they're anymore. like letting it all hang out in their Twitter wow. yeah, it's really funny oh shit wow okay so that's where it's going to be now I don't have cable so hopefully it'll be on some of the one of the streaming services mm-hmm. eventually. Hopefully, huh? Maybe Hulu. 
Hopefully. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different, but Shannon Doherty is in it. Okay. And we can't tell if there's some kind of weird flashback scenes or whatever. My uh-huh. brother was so mean. He was like, when's the rest of her face going to slide off? He's such a Heather. He is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, they're really trying to capitalize on Heathers right now because they just did a Broadway show not that long ago. Yeah. That did not do very well, if they, I recall. Yeah, because it's all the music is very modern sounding. Mm. And if they had made it more 80s sounding, I think it would have done a lot better. But I remember it coming on my... my pandora and i was just like what is this they do have a song about my i love my dead gay son which is a duet between the didn't two fathers well didn't hear that it's one. there <laughs> Let me tell you. all right steven um my also slope <laughs> <laughs> i got a nintendo switch also Woo! but no games oh <laughs> well what which game were you gonna get first okay so this is what happened <laughs> what happened was <laughs> Um, so I ordered the Mario Kart uh-huh. on eBay, uh-huh. and then I got my money refunded because whoever I was buying it from, all his games were stolen. Oh. So then I started over again, and then I got like my money back, so I was like, okay, I'll just get Pokemon Tournament. Mm-hmm. And then I found it for like 40 bucks. So and I'm this like, is like the Pokemon fighting game. The Pokemon yeah. Tekken one, yeah. So like, cool. Wait, are there Tekken characters in it? No, it's just in that style. Tekken style, okay. Yeah. It's that same company. Got it. Um, so that's coming to mail. But then, the girl I bought it from, she's like, oh, it's like a crazy storm here. The post office is closed. So I just mailed it the old-fashioned way. I'm like, god damn it. Oh. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah, so like, how long is this going to take? Right. <laughs> Whatever, I'm playing Persona 5. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're occupied. Yeah. But I have a Switch. Yay! Yay! All right, Ray, what made you level up? My roommate is moving out. Oh. <laughs> this has been a level down for the last three months for me that I haven't spoken about. A secret um, level down. Yeah, but... Uh, she felt the pain the entire she, time. <laughs> it was supposed to be like a short-term thing uh, before she moved to New York. She's no longer moving into New York, but it's just... She's been a real pain, and there's been no communication, and... Talk about horning in on your couple action. It's very... <sighs> it's been very difficult. The past couple months have been very difficult for me and for Brittany, and... The fact that she's moving out is going to be like, she hasn't been in our house for the past three days um, and it was fantastic. And Mm -hmm. then she came home last night and I was just like, God, like the whole atmosphere of the house changes when she's here. So she has to be out by tomorrow. I told her that. So thankfully she's in the process of moving right now. So that's a huge level up for me. I know it sounds like a level down, but it's a huge level up. (laughs) It's a level relief. Yes. Good. All right. Last but certainly not least, Adam. I have been listening to a podcast that I want to recommend to our listeners who are hopefully, obviously interested in queer podcasts, but it's called Nancy. Hmm. It's um, it's done by WNYC Studios, which does a lot of like the it's which is a radio station in New York that does a lot of like NPR type um, podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, like two dope queens and um, you know here's like a the bunch thing of stuff. with Alec Baldwin. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of that stuff is done through WNYC, and this all like every episode is like a different like queer issue. I it it is kind of new. It started in 2017 in like May, mm. so there's are quite a few um, episodes out there if anyone wants to catch up. But there's like there's an episode about Harry Potter. There's an episode about the Golden Girls. Oh, you know, gosh. and it's a it's a gay man and a lesbian well she says lesbian there's an it, there's an episode about where she talks about how she identifies 
Um, but, um, and they're like, you know, good friends and they bring like a lot of people on, a lot of guests on, um, talking about, you know, gay history and a lot of stuff. So I recommend it to anyone who's interested in queer issues. Before we go, I would like to just say, uh, you know, new year, new Mm -hmm. us, and we are looking for ways to level up this podcast in the coming year and to try and reach a larger audience. We're busy people. So Mm -hmm. we're always open to suggestions. And if you want to uh, comment on iTunes, recommend our podcast, try and help us, you know, reach out to new listeners, we'd greatly appreciate it. And uh, yeah, new year, new us. We need the support with listeners like you. Yes. <laughs> and, maybe, and maybe Squatty Potty next. Yeah, <laughs> with, right. all the, with all the social media out there, just share us. You know, uh-huh. share us on Facebook, share us on Twitter. You know, all you have to do is click that share button and you mm-hmm. don't even have to write a post. Right. It's literally right. one button. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So help us. Help us help you. Help us. <laughs> so on that note. For now. Until next time. That's right. Game, game on. on.